March 5th is that first Tuesday in April. Hey everyone, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. Tiffany. And today is just a fun little, little check-in. Yeah, uh, last... up. yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm not just say, yeah, last week was our uh, Tale of Two Cities discussion, which went much better than Great Expectations. Yes, that's definitely for sure. Um, surprisingly, yeah, didn't did enjoy that that book, the ending. Yeah, and so um, our next book is What Looks Like Crazy on Ordinary Day. And I was thinking, I was like kind of looking when we would want to have that discussion. Mm-hmm. And March 5th is that first Tuesday in April. You just said March 5th is Tuesday in April. April 5th. Okay. The first Tuesday in April. Sorry, the March <laughs> calendar is up. I was wondering why you were looking so confused at me. Well, when you said when you said March 5th, I was like, I can't go back to yesterday and read this. You don't want to? I don't understand. I don't I don't know how to travel back in time. I haven't figured that out yet. Please do. And tomorrow or yesterday we will discuss it. <laughs> Sorry. April 5th is the first Tuesday in April. Um, yeah, that should course, work. We want to set it for that. Yeah, that should work because it's pretty. It's pretty short. I have the book. Oh yeah. It's only about two hundred and forty-four pages, so it's pretty. Pretty short. Um, I'm kind of excited. Do you have this this one? Oh, never mind. <laughs> so yeah, so um, I finished reading My Dark Vanessa, and I've got some thoughts on it, but. I finished reading that one, and then last night my Libby app was like, Poppy War's ready. Do you want to download it? So listen. So I was like, okay. I do, but I know that's a little bit of a bigger book. So I I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna push that one back. I'm gonna, you know, push my way back in the hold. And I'm gonna read this one because my cover, I've seen the cover where it's like white with like yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. Mine came with it's the the model and it's just like she's just kind of staring out from the cover and stuff. And so every time I walked by it, I was like, because she she was like staring at me like read me. Um, so I was like, I'm gonna push off Poppy War and I will focus on what looks like crazy first. So is the plan to read Poppy War after this book? So when I when I pushed myself back on it, it put me fourth in line. Oh no. So, um, but that's okay because then I went and that was for the ebook, and then there's a sh- little bit of a shorter one for the physical copy. So I put myself on that first because I figured whichever one gets to me first. But I do. I think I'm supposed to be able to get it today. Another one called. Um, the Death of Jane Lawrence. Let me pull up. I'm not prepared for this. I'm not ready. Um, yeah, The Death of Jane Lawrence by Caitlin Starling. So I should be able to get that one maybe today or tomorrow. Um, so if 
Poppy Wars still some time left. And like I said, I think I think what looks like crazy should go pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm pretty excited for it because everything I've read about it, I've seen good reviews and people really like it. And it's very like heartwarming and funny, which I kind of need after my dark Vanessa. So I was like, is read that one. Is the synopsis on the back of that one? Yes. I don't know if you wanted to like read it. Um, I can just, I won't read it word for word, but yeah. basically um, Ava Johnson was living in Atlanta and she was just living her best life. And now she has to return home to Idlewild in Michigan, a small town in Michigan, um, because she has come down with, or been, you know, she's, um, she, she has HIV. Mm-hmm. Um, so she comes home. For a little bit and there's some there's something happening in this little city and you know she's there for her friends and family so everything i read it's been very like heartwarming and just kind of like a good like like a feel-good book yeah sort of thing so i'm kind of excited my dark vanessa was i think probably one of the more disturbing books like darker books i've ever read and i need something to kind of palate cleanse from that one yeah it's a fictional story right my doctor yeah okay so it's it's fictional um but i do know there was some accusations of plagiarism involved from a woman who was like this is my this is my real life story like this is my autobiography and like one of the things that made it so disturbing was it felt very real and knowing that this is like there are like this has actually happened yeah. to um, people out there is I think what made it it was um, so it does it splits a good time between Vanessa when she first goes away to this boarding school she's a sophomore in high school and um, this inappropriate relationship basically being groomed by her her English teacher there. And like, this is this book, sometimes I see trigger warning on things and then I, I read it or I watch it and I'm like, I don't, I don't really like see that. Or, you know, like mm-hmm. this one for me, like I'm very lucky to have never experienced this. Yeah. But even just reading it, I like, I, I, I felt very like violated and disturbed by everything that was happening. So if you definitely have experience with grooming or, you know, sexual assault, sexual abuse, it's definitely, it could be very, very, like, triggering. Um, so definitely heed that warning yeah. and decide if it's something for you, if you can handle it. But it's it's one of those books where it's very easy as an adult to be like, red flag, red flag, red flag, what are you doing? But this was so well written that even as, like, sitting there seeing all these red flags, you you could still understand why Vanessa was falling for them. Yeah. It was so, because the way, like, there were, like, I'm trying to think of, um, you know, it's it's kind of like, there. it wasn't a big secret that this relationship was going on or this abuse was happening. And then the amount of, like, adults in her life who failed her and then continually failed her throughout her life um, and just like her, her sitting there trying to be like, he raped me, but it wasn't rape, rape. Like he didn't hurt me. Yeah. 
you know, he, he, every step of the way, he asked me if I was okay with it. And, and like, when you go back to the scenes where it's happening, it's, you know, he says, oh, is this okay? But there's such a, it's so clear that she's not okay with it, but he does it in such a way. Like, it's just, it was very, very disturbing, very dark. Um, and then again, just like her coming to grips with, and like trying to understand with, you know, like, oh, those other guys that have like done the same thing. Like they were hurting the girls. They were hurting those girls. They weren't like, they didn't like, he loved me. So, and it's like her, like, and then finally towards the end, you see her kind of slowly starting to come to terms with it. And, um, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't put it down. Like once I really started reading it, like obviously yeah. the, I posted on our, our story that my Kindle, my, my Kindle loan expired about like halfway through the book. And I immediately went and saw that the physical copy was available and put it on hold so I could finish it the next day. But, um, just like. I, I want to read the person who said this is my real life story. I want to read their their like autobiography or their memoir dealing with it to see um, sort of the similarities and stuff. Because I do remember that that person also saying that they hadn't read My Dark Vanessa. They just felt the plot was too similar. So the one that was claiming plagiarism, she has written a memoir. Like it was published and everything. Yes. Okay. It wasn't just she, like No. She was just claimed. Okay. Yeah. Um and that 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 controversy was part of the reason why Oprah ended up dropping it from her new book club. Yeah. Um but I think I like I need a break cuz like I said like I got very caught up in kind of just just how like disturbing the whole thing was that I don't know if I can read another thing like that back to back. Oh, I think that's a little but um, yeah, but I think it's it's it, like she she has a therapist that she's seeing like in, in like the present time or 2017 after all this has happened and yeah. finally slowly reveals to the therapist like what happened and all of that. And sometimes in like in books and stories like that, the therapist is seen as very either like weak or ineffective and this like I felt like this was a very good example of why going to therapy can help because the therapist was, you know, like helping her reframe things and rethink of things, like think about things and without being like totally accusatory because, you know, like you said, like at one point she was just like, you know, it was, it was rape just because of our age difference. It wasn't rape because mm. he hurt me. And the, the therapist is very much so just like, you know, like, you like you are very clearly suffering from some post-traumatic stress because of this mm -hmm. like we need to help you work through this and um and you know it kind of presents i'm not gonna say gray areas when it comes to what the teacher did but later on um because it's set during 2017 kind of like when me too really kicked off and there's a journalist who's really pressuring her like you got to get your story out you got to get your story out yeah and so kind of that gray area where it's like you know, talking about it brings strength to those who have experienced this, but at the same time, forcing someone to tell their story yeah. isn't helpful either. Especially if they're not ready to. Yeah. Um, or if they don't even think of themselves as a victim in this case, like she did. Um, yeah. But it's, I mean, I, I gave it four and a half out of five stars. I thought it was very, very good, but. 
it's been on my list for a while because I remember the hype around it mm-hmm. and everybody talking about it. Um, it kind of reminds me, this is definitely, I think this book is definitely darker than this, but like with Cruel Summer, you mm-hmm. know, like she's a student, he's a teacher, um, or he's the principal. Yeah. Um, but like when she runs to his house, like it seems like she's okay with this relationship that they were having and said, and he's not being the adult where he's like, this is not okay. Like you need to go back to your home. And at first it seems like all hunky dory, like they're eating together, they're enjoying life. And like, she starts to realize like, okay, I miss my family. And he's like, no, you can't see your family. This is not okay. Yeah. Like, there are, mm-hmm. there are, like there are moments that, that this relationship is not okay. Yeah, there there are moments where um, kind of the the administration of the school catches wind of this and um, she ends up like withdrawing. You know, she's essentially kicked out is what yeah, happens. Yeah. Um, and again, like the adults that failed her in her life, like they they basically he basically is just like, you're going to go in front of all of your peers and tell them that you made this rumor up. Like you're the one who spread this rumor. And then she finds out later that he had, um, like he, like when, when they're like, when the abuse started to happen, that he had written a memo basically saying like, she's got a crush on me. I want to document this. So in case things like, in case a rumor pops up, you know, to cover his ass. And he spins it all as like, I love you so much. You have to take this fall for me because if you don't, they're going to, you know, Uh they don't understand. They're going to send me to prison. And it was one of those things where, again, where I'm reading it and I'm like, girl, red flag. Like, this is Uh not good. But at the same time, I'm like, he's so smooth and so, like, slimy the way he goes about it that I'm just like, I get it. I get why, like, a 15, 16-year-old would fall for this. Well, it's, it's that thing of, like, He's an older man, so you're like, I can't believe an older guy likes me. Exactly. And she wants to be in this relationship. So he's saying, if you want to have this relationship with me, this is how we have to do it. You don't mm-hmm. want me to lose my job, do you? Like, yeah. Like, I'm the one that's financially stable. Like, mm-hmm. we have to make this work. You're going to have to put the blame on you. Like, you're going to have to do these things in order for us to have this loving relationship that we apparently have. Like, I think we see that in so many things. Like, that's. Which is very sad, but yeah, I think that's it, how it is, is the blame's always put on a 15 or 16-year-old because they're just happy that I can't believe an older man likes me. And there's a, there's a point in the book, too, where somebody makes the point of being like, this, like men like this, they, these people are predators, and they know how to spot the one who's going to fall for it. They know how to spot... I think they make like the the analogy of like the lion knows how to spot the weak, you know, mm-hmm. gazelle. Antelope. I don't, yeah, I don't remember exactly what the thing was, but um, you go gazelle, I go antelope. I, you know, I almost <laughs> said elk, and I was like, I don't think lions are hunting elk. It's like completely different continents, but um, makes that analogy. And and at the time, she was like, I'm not weak. I wasn't that, but having read it, knowing that, like, she had a falling out with her best friend, she didn't have any other friends at school, she was kind of this, like, lonely outcast, you know, like, like, he knew exactly what he was picking up on and how to do it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I gave it four and a half, I kind of, 
just for my like realistic like the ending was very realistic about like this is going to take a very long time for somebody to to kind of work through and not not get over but work through it and process it um and obviously you, you can't really cover that in a book yeah in its entirety um so it ended kind of like at the start of her processing through it um for so for me that's why I gave it four and a half but um but just just for like my like my reading I wanted to be like no I want to see her succeed like I want to see her because she's in it she's like a bit a brilliant writer a brilliant like really likes writing poetry and stuff like that so you want to see her move past that and succeed yeah. because you've seen how this this abuse and the humiliation she faced having to say basically I lied and made up this this rumor how it has affected her through her the rest of her life but um yeah I it was a very powerful book I really liked it uh, definitely I think one of the the darker ones just because you know that like like <laughs> there this happens yeah and it's sad and horrible and that's yeah I I definitely think like you said read the trigger warnings because even a book that great um there's a reason why it has trigger warnings um but it does sound good it sounds like a book that I will eventually read but I agree you need to have like a a happy book ready to go. I need, I need a buffer. <laughs> yeah, you need a book to like slide in between it. You know it was going to be dark. Like, um, so yeah, I think hopefully what looks like crazy on an ordinary day does that for you. And I've, not, and I've, yeah. And I've also read that, you know, like obviously it's her dealing with, with HIV AIDS. And so that's, you know, not, that's not like, oh, happy go lucky kind of thing. But I've, I've heard it's very like, Like kind of like like steel magnolias, like you, oh. like you're laughing and you're crying and it's just like you know, that's what I've read. Um, so I'm kind of excited for it. I'm kind of sad that it took me a while to find the book. Yeah. Um, like um, my library didn't have it at all. There's no Audible version. But. Um. If this doesn't help you buffer, we need to find you like a rom com or something. No, no, I gotta go like. Get you somewhere. <laughs> you gotta go watch like Finding Nemo or something. <laughs> well, I don't know because that's well, beginning. not the fr- not the beginning. Yeah, I don't know. No Disney no. movies. I'm just gonna go watch some like old Steamboat Willie. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, not really. Did you? Because I know you put, I know you put the Lord of the Rings on hold. Yeah. Still, so on- I could always read that. That's always yeah. fun. I was gonna say I didn't know if you had if that one was still like on hold for you at the moment. Yeah, Lord of the Rings is kind of one that since I have read it before and you know watched the yeah. movies a handful of times, like I can kind of go pick up whenever and come back to it. But I did um, did look at Malibu Rising because I have that on my Kindle. Yeah. Too. Okay. Oh, you bought it right because it was cheap. Yeah, because it was like on sale for like, oh, like three bucks or something, and I was like, oh hell yeah. And then you warned me and told me, and then I didn't do it. <laughs> but, um, very good, very good. But so, so I think I remember somebody saying, like, it takes place over the course of a day. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right. So I just opened it up on my Kindle and I looked. And it's set 
August 27th in the 80s, <gasps> August 27th, but that's my birthday. <laughs> oh, that is so fun. Okay, yeah, so great. I was like, okay, cool. That's so awesome. maybe maybe I'll like save that like summery beach reading kind of thing. August. Yeah, save for August. That'd because be I was um I got on uh uh the the book subreddit and somebody was talking about like what's a book that you absolutely love that people like everyone else seems to hate or to uh-huh. loathe. And Daisy Jones was on there. Somebody said Daisy Jones, but then everybody else made the point of like you know. Like, hey, actually, there's a lot of people on the subreddit who really enjoyed that book. Yeah. Um, and she was just, she just said, like, you know, for whatever reason, in my group of friends, like, I was the only one that really liked it. Uh-huh. But then a bunch of people were like, you should read Malibu Rising. Mm-hmm. Malibu Rising is very, very good. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I may, I may, I'm, I might set that one off. That sounds like a, like, when I go to Savannah, I might, I might bring my Kindle and read. Yeah. Um. Because I would think the opposite, like, name a book that everybody loves that you hate, and then I could see people saying Daisy Jones or something like that. Like, that I would was, think the opposite. It was so much easier for me to think of books like that. That you hated that everybody loved. That I hated that everybody else loved. Like, yeah. for me, like, my like an unpopular opinion is I don't like Jane Austen. Yeah. Like, I've never been able to enjoy her books, the stories, the movies. Like, it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Um. And, I, and I've read some mixed reviews on Beartown, but it seems like people either really, really love it or they were just like, meh, so. I think the thing with Beartown is people will complain about, like, how slow it is at the beginning, right? Because, like, you even yeah. told me, like, until you get to that, like, hockey party. Yeah. Like, that's where everything starts to happen. And so, but I just liked, like, learning about the characters. Like, immediately I fell in love with, like, the older coach that's potentially going to lose his job. Yes. Like, it didn't take long. Like, I was already, I was like, I love this coach. Let's go. Like, he better not lose his job. Like, I, I just immediately, like, started to love these characters. Yeah. And I, I know we have a, 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 a big Beartown episode planned. Um, but for me, it was the scene where, oh my God, now I'm blanking on his name too. I know, the names are hard for me. Uh, I want to say it's Adnan, but I don't think that's it. He's the one, that's the one where his mom cleans the... Yes, so the scene where, where him and it's the first time he gets to practice with the, the older team. Mm-hmm. And he keeps, he just keeps kicking hit after hit and he just keeps going again. And then they do it. Yeah. Like that scene for me really cemented that book as like, I'm going to really like this book. Yeah, it's, it, the character, all the characters were so good. Yeah. Like, you either loved them or you hated them, but that's how the author wanted you to feel towards them. And then even even one of them, like, in the beginning, I was like, I feel bad. Like, I feel bad for you. Yeah. And then yeah. you're like, oh, I, I don't feel bad for you anymore. Um, I remember, again, like you said, we have a big episode planned for this, but, like, I was finishing it on New Year's Eve, and one of the scenes that, like, really, really got to me was um, – his mom coming to realization of what he did. Yeah. And like her, like, I remember like crying and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, all right, you got me. You got me. So I definitely will talk about that, but yes. Yeah. Cause we were, I'm, I'll push that, that thought off till our yeah. big episode. <laughs> but, um, cause that reminds me of a conversation I was recently having. Cause, cause my kid, you know, I got a son and mm-hmm. we were talking about like, uh, friends of ours they've got a daughter who's about a year older than him and you know they're 
their big worry is like, we want to be able to make sure that she's confident and she can like self-defense and stuff like that. And they were like, what worries do you have for him? And I was like, my worry is that he's going to turn into one of those boys that your daughter has to worry about. And I don't want that. Like, I want him to, like, I want him to be a safe spot for, for women. I want him to call out harassment and call out his friends for being assholes. Like that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's who I want him to be. I just yeah. want him to stay a nice boy. I just want him to be so cute. Even though he, he threw a car at my head yesterday. <laughs> He's two. He's two. It's fine. It's fine. It's the terrible twos, Lindsay. Did you know? Uh. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Sorry, so I've been got... talking a lot because I finished my Dark Vanessa no, no, and no, that's no. just You're like... Good. I'm glad you did because I have no updates on books. <laughs> I have 84 pages left of the glass sword just i have not had time to read this past week at work was bananas um and then i have confessions will be next because it's super short yes um and now that we have a deadline for what looks like uh crazy on an ordinary day i can read that and then i'm gonna tell you just just looking at it like the, the like i feel like this one should be a fairly yeah. quick read just because um you know, it's not like, oh, it's only 200 and something pages. And then the font is like, you need a micro, you know, microscope to look at it. But yeah. Yeah. So my plans for March, obviously, I think I can finish Glass Sword today. And then we have Confessions, what looks like Crazy on an Ordinary Day. And I am reading the new Jim Crow. I've been saying it since February. I just have not had a chance, unfortunately, to pick it up. Um, so that's my plans for March. I have a podcast that I think everybody needs to listen to. It's only six episodes. I have finished it. It was so good. And I will say, um, the only reason I know about it is because I was listening to My Favorite Murder and Karen mentioned it as something that she was listening to. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll look into it and then listen to it all this past week. Um, It is called Sweet Bobby. Um, It is hosted by Alexi Mostros, I believe is his name. And it is one of the largest um, catfishing stories in Britain. Dang. So um, it was really good. Um, You actually, like, he's hosting it. You get to talk to the victim of the catfishing and hear her story of, like, because it's... So So the guy who did the catfishing is hosting? No, 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 no. Oh, no. oh. No, 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 sorry, no. I was like, oh my god, I gotta listen to this like, no, right no, no, now. No, 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 I'm gonna go download he's, it. He's, he's investigating it, because he... Oh, okay. But you do find out who the catfisher is, but it, it kind of reminds me of how you were talking about, like, red flags and stuff, and you're like, girl, hello? So, yes. Um, like, one of the things, for example, when they Skype, he doesn't turn his camera on. We were having our catfish, MTV Catfish Marathon. Yes. Watching it. And you and I were like, we should be investigating all these people because we would know immediately. Like, Yeah. Exactly. Um, like, how about one? Remember how he, even after they revealed the catfish, he still thought, like, he was talking to Katy Perry? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. He's like, no, this isn't. I know it was really Katy Perry. Like, that one just, I was mind blown. But um, but you kind of get to hear, like, her side of the story and, like, why it lasted so long and why these red flags weren't popping up to her. 
Um, it was very well done. I love the host. Again, it's only six episodes. I think the longest ones may be 45 minutes, so they're about 30 to 45 minutes each. Um, so I'd recommend anybody that wants a podcast. That's a really good one. And the thing about Pam starts this week. On, it does. I think it's on NBC. But I'm super is it NBC or is it Peacock? Don't tell me that. Well, I mean, obviously, if it's on, like, NBC and Peacock are the same. So it's probably going to be on Peacock. But I don't know if it's only on NBC. Like... I think it's the ninth. So I'm checking right okay. now as we are talking. Um... Okay, so it's not the ninth. Let's change that. <laughs> right, that's wrong. Okay, it's the eighth, so that's Tuesday. Ooh, that's even closer. Um, and it starts at 9 p.m. Central Time, so Texas time over here on NBC. It will be on NBC. So, but you can also watch it, I think, on Peacock. Yeah, usually it's. Like, I know for, I don't know how it's been for NBC, but for some Bravo shows on Peacock, it's been weird because they had, like, the previous season of Below Deck Mediterranean, they were putting the new episodes up a week early on Peacock. Uh But not on, you know, obviously Bravo, like, the actual airing of it was a week behind. And then... I think I want to say regular below deck, like they were the same time they get posted. And now it's below deck sailing yet, which highly recommend. It's hilarious. And it's like easily one of my favorite, like my favorite below decks. Um, like, I actually feel like you would like it because it's one of the reasons I like reality TV where I find like the shenanigans funny. Like the yeah. people are genuinely like funny. They make me laugh. And Seeing people work on a sail like on a sailboat, kind of the more technical things is very interesting to me. So yeah, but um, but now they're not putting it up till on Peacock until a week later. Oh no! So I'm like, I don't, I don't know what they're. And then they've got they've got Below Deck Down Under, which I'm excited for, but that's Peacock only. And I don't know if they're going to be releasing it week by week or if they're just going to put all of them. <laughs> it's just oh, like it God. doesn't seem like anyone's on the same page about how Peacock's supposed to work. No one knows what they're doing at Peacock. All I know is that I'm still re-watching all the top shows. It's, but the Houston one has started, so. It's the, it's like somebody at Peacock, somebody's in, tra- in charge of this blow deck, somebody's in charge of this one, and somebody's in charge of this one, and they're all putting them up at different times, because they're like, well, I'm putting up Mediterranean a week early. Well, I'm putting up the sailing one two weeks later. Like, Yeah, it's, it, there's no, the, yeah. That's funny. Um, I know a while ago you were excited because one of the housewives was coming back. It had been like, was it Miami? Yeah, so Miami. So I'm actually behind on Miami. Okay. Has um, it started again, like the new, new season? Yeah, so oh. like I got about five episodes in and then I just got, I started watching Top Chef. Because <laughs> <laughs> I watch it and I'm just like, like Top Chef's one of those crazy ones where like I like looking at like award shows or for example like the Met Gala like they put out the theme and then I like to think like design an outfit in my head to go with that theme so like you know if it was I don't know like the last one was like um basically like fashion in America throughout time or whatever so like what would I theoretically like to wear 
And I like doing that with Top Chef too, but I'm not that good of a cook. And so when they're like, here's your challenge, I'm like, hmm, I would make a chicken nugget because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> but I like watching it because I'm like, some of this food looks really good. Yeah, that's so funny. But that's why I like Top Chef. Top Chef just desserts better because I yeah. I'm a better baker and I enjoy baking and I like the flavors more and so it's easier for me to be like that's what I would make or that's the flavor combination I would go with. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all my recommendations for this week. I but yeah, I would highly suggest Sweet Well Me. I will. I'm always looking for. You know, I like working out to to music, but I also like like listening to to podcasts. It helps me like mm-hmm. focus a little bit better. And some yeah. of my podcasts, like they're either on a break right now, or you know, there's various. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and then I think I mentioned last week, or it might have been two weeks ago, since last week was the Tale of Two Cities. Um, but I on Audible, or I guess I have it on Libby. I didn't get it through Audible. Um, is I have American Predator by Maureen Callahan, which it's the hunt for the most meticulous serial killer of the 21st century, and it's about Israel Keys. So I haven't started it yet, but I plan to start it this week. Okay. So that's my audible, my audio book for the week. I think my audio book, I might do, I've got <laughs> quite a few. Mm, sorry, what? <laughs> I do have Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Um, I don't know. I could just, I could start going through and naming my... Ah, the app keeps closing on me. Okay. I still feel like we should do a special Evelyn, like, Seven Husbands one and just go find the fanciest of green dresses. I do have a green dress. I do, it's just not that fancy. Yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah. I'll wear it because I don't have any clean pants. Or something. <laughs> yeah. But I've got Killers of the Flower Moon, okay. Portrait in Sepia, which is the sequel to Daughter of Fortune, which um, that was the other thing. On well, maybe I should save this for our next check-in, just in case I don't have anything to add next week. <laughs> I'll say it. Somebody else on the book subreddit suggested me a book subreddit was like, I want to read a book from every country. And I was like, that's a cool challenge. Oh, that's really cool. What are some suggestions? And everybody for Chile was saying you should read, um, I think it's called The House of Spirits mm-hmm. by Isabel Allende. Oh, fun. And I almost threw out there, I was like, if you like this one, then you should also read Daughter of Fortune. Like, it's not entirely set in Chile. Like, she does move, obviously. Yeah. The San Francisco and stuff. I was like, but it was like a good book. So I'm excited for Portrait and Sepia. And if I like it, then I might give the spirits one a chance too. Yeah. Um, you just reminded me when you're talking about a book from every country. Um, I think there's this girl I'm following on Instagram. And she was doing a challenge where she was reading a horror book that's set in each state. That's cool. Yeah. I think she's, like, slowly, like, she's not just reading those, so, like, when she reads one, she'll mark it off. I forget what she, I'll have to see what she chose for Texas and stuff, but, yeah, I thought that was a cool challenge, too. Yeah, that is a cool, I thought the the one from every country would be cool, because you could get a map and then 
mm-hmm. like as you finish like color in that country or if you were able if you were much craftier than I am digitally yeah. you, know, you could make a map and then you could drop in like the cover uh-huh. into each country so um, and you also, I know, I think you said you got this for an audiobook. Um, the Project Hail Project Mary. Project Hail Mary, yeah. Yeah, by Andy Weir. Mm-hmm. And that out. one, and then I've got uh, Guilty Admissions, which is nonfiction. It's about the, the admission scandal yeah. with, like, Felicity Huffman and all of them. So I think about Felicity Huffman, but she actually pleaded guilty. Like, she did what she should have, whereas yeah. uh, Aunt Becky. Lauren Lachlan. Yeah. Laura. So, um, whatever. Aunt Becky. Yeah. You just made me think of when you said nonfiction, because um, I know you read or you listened to Bad Blood. Yes. Hulu. It's out. The Dropout, starting Amanda Seyfried as, now I can't think of her name, but Theranos. Elizabeth Holmes. Yes. And literally last Friday, like, by Friday, I mean like two days ago. Um, I watched the old um, 2020 episode about her, and then on Friday they dropped like an updated 2020 on her that I haven't watched yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I I saw it on my Hulu that the dropout is out. I don't know if they're because I think it's a series. I don't think it's a sh- movie. I think it's I think it's a series, like yeah, a mini series. So, so I don't know if all episodes are coming out like I think Hulu does it once a week if I remember correctly like they drop an episode a week they do because that's how they did oh gosh now I can't think of Castle Rock yeah so um but it looks good uh so they have the first three out okay I will say I highly recommend Bad Blood like that it kind of took a while to get into um because they they do a lot of her like her childhood growing up a lot of like kind of setting up who she is like building up who she is but once they got into it man you're just like she duped like she duped all of these people it's yes. it's wild and then you hear like some of the working conditions and how when people like spoke out what happened you're just like yeah. this is this is bonkers so yeah. I highly recommend Bad Blood like yeah. it was it was very very good and I'm sure it definitely goes into more detail because like the 2020 episode was just two hours long but like just even like how she wanted to be like um, uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. So she like wore, her... Yeah, she always wore black. Um, she even recruited people from Apple that had a lot to do with like the the creation of the iPhone and stuff. Like recruited mm-hmm. them. Um, the the thing that's crazy to me is like her voice, like how she like. So that's a, like voice. she put that voice on. Yeah, like how her voice was not that wasn't her real voice because they have like audio of her like before this like speaking and then like how she kind of changed her voice for all of this it's just Mm -hmm. such a it's such a weird interesting story and like even just listening to her like because she had to like i think she had to go in front of a grand jury and testify and just hearing her like like in the advertisement saying like over 100 tests could be done with this drop of blood and then she's like i think it's like she's like maybe 10 you know, like how she's like, and I'm like, yeah, you duped everybody. It's it's truly wild because like when I was was like listening to that and like obviously like my biology background is not that strong, but from a chemistry standpoint, listening to some of that, I was just like, 
even even in my my limited you know knowledge not having any biology or a lot of strong biochemistry I'm like I know that that's not possible yes and the fact that she was able to get all of these other people with ostensibly more knowledgeable smarter than me into thinking that was was quite Henry Kissinger was like one of her big donor and he obviously doesn't have like the big science background but you're just like yes this man should be able to sniff out bullshit and he couldn't sniff this out and like how they were talking about how at the laboratory there was areas that other people weren't allowed in you know like we're shut off from everybody Mm -hmm. if you worked in this area you weren't allowed in this area and like like you said when people tried to question her or go against her they got shunned for it you know all of those things it was in and coming and like you and i know how important quality is and like quality control is in a laboratory setting yeah and just just hearing some of those things where you're like that doesn't even that doesn't even pass the common sense test that does there's no way that would pass any sort yeah. of accreditation or audit like assessment anything like that that's what she was saying like one of the girls because they interviewed one of the girls that worked there and she was saying like none of the quality controls were passing and they told me just to keep going and she was like but if the quality controls aren't even passing like how can we expect this to work yeah like when one lady um i think it was her um estrogen levels they were in the 300s when she got it tested by theranos and so they thought she had like a tumor again Mm-hmm. And then she went and got her blood tested by a different lab, and they were like, it's almost zero. Yeah. Just how different the results are. I don't know. It was, it's such it's, a, it's insane to me, this story. It's it's true. Like I said, like I, like some nonfiction I can find, I have a hard time kind of getting into. Um, yeah. And I thought this was going to be one of it just because like the whole setup of like her childhood mm-hmm. and stuff, like yeah. part of me was like, like, at the time, I was like, I don't really care. Like, yeah. I get it. She's got a huge ego, all yes. that stuff, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. It kind of comes full circle at the end when you're like, oh, like, that's why this, like, this person was important to notice. Or, like, that's why this was important to uh-huh. say. But, um, yeah, it, crazy, crazy. Jay doesn't really, he's not a big, like, reader or uh-huh. audiobooks person. But there was a time we were driving from... Um, Dallas down to Austin and I had put it on for a little bit and he was captivated by it too like just like this is wild yeah and I was like like, yeah because again I I'm kind of with Jay like I could care less about the story the story did not like when because again I don't remember when Theranos was a thing like to be completely honest I don't remember it I don't either I think it was because I don't like I don't remember any of the covers with her I don't remember any of that yeah so when the story broke I was like I can care less like I was holding off, like, watching that episode of the 2020. I didn't care to listen, because I think Dateline might have did an episode, too. Like, I just didn't care. Like, I was like, this doesn't interest me. I, And then when I finally watched it, I was like, oh, she's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, she's... And she truly believed. I don't know that she believed, because she knew it didn't work, so I don't know. I don't know. I think she was, she was so desperate to be successful. Yeah. Because they talk about they talk about how like when she was younger they're asking everybody like oh what do you want to be when you grow up and they're like I want to be a president I want to be a doctor and she was like I want to be a CEO I want to be a billionaire yeah like that was her goal at the age of nine yeah and and just the way that she looked up to Steve Jobs it wasn't 
it was like she just wanted to be him because of the money and all of that. Like, and she wanted to create something. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so everybody go listen to Bad Blood. Um, I know Dateline did an episode on their, or not Dateline, 2020 did an episode on their podcast. Um, if you want to listen to that. And then, obviously, The Dropout starring, starring Amanda. I definitely want to watch that because I think it'll be really good. She, like, at first when I heard that she had been casting that, I was like, I don't know. But then the little, the little clips I've seen, I'm like, no, like she's, she's doing a good job. Like, like she kind of, she kind of captures that, like, like crazy eye look. I think I like Amanda because I think she could literally, she can play a bunch of different characters and she plays them pretty well. Um, but yeah, that's fun. Okay. We have a plan in motion then for next week. Yes. I should be done with Glass Sword by next week, and that means I should start and possibly finish Confessions by next week. So I should confessions, have more. Confessions should go quick. Yeah. It's short. It I'm kind of. It. Like like I said, like you you're reading it and you're like what 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, my mom's already read it, so I know it'll go quick. So. I'm it's like how your mom was like, this is weird. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's like, weird. <laughs> she's like, this was weird. weird. Yeah. Um, anything else to check in? I don't think so. The library doesn't open till one, but I'm hoping they'll have my hold for today. But if not, I'm going to get the death of the death of Jane Lawrence. Okay. But if not, I think what looks like crazy on an ordinary day will be next. Sounds good. Okay. Um, our Instagram is reading with celebs. Twitter is reading W celebs. I'm trying to be more active on there, but it's hard. I just forget about it. Um, oh, I always forget about the Twitter. Like yeah. I, I forget that I have a Twitter. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so please go like, follow, subscribe, all of those fun things, and we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.